Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. I need service. Like a refill on your drink? Or some more dipping sauces? No, goobers. I need service on my car. Oh, okay. But I still want to refill on my drink. Well, I'm sure the professionals at Sears Imported Autos can help with that because they literally do everything for you. Yeah, I've heard you mention that. Didn't Colin just take his car into the service department at Sears? He did, and it was amazing. And we've owned a few car brands. We've been to a few places. But the service at Sears was beyond. They gave him a free Mercedes loaner while his car was being worked on. Oh, fancy. Oh, absolutely. And obviously with COVID, safety is so important to the family at Sears. If people request, the service pros at Sears Imported Autos will pick up your car, perform the repairs, clean, disinfect, and get it back to you safe and sound. And I must say it feels so nice and it gives you that great peace of mind. I know some places make it a pain to schedule an appointment. How is it at Sears? So simple. No horrible phone trees. You can schedule an appointment right online at SearsImports.com. No wonder Sears won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. To me, they are fabulous. No, 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 no. No, Fibulous, every day, every year, for over 55 years, serving four generations of customers. And let's just say, very few can say that. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes west of downtown Minneapolis on 394. And online at SearsImports.com. Good morning, everybody. little throwback to the theme of Dawson's Creek. I don't want to wait. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk with 071, everything entertainment, everything. Hey, girl. Hey. That's right. Hey, girl. Hey. Hi. I'm Jason Matheson along with Alexis Thompson, Don McLean. Kenny has the morning off. Thursday at 8 o'clock means one thing. Uh, you get a one-way. No, it's a round-trip ticket. We we get you out. Oh, good. Uh, a round trip. Hey, you get a round trip <laughs> ticket into my mind or better uh, phrasing down the rabbit hole. Um, the point of it is I may not be able to tell you uh, the different provinces in Canada, but I can absolutely tell you 
all about Laverne and Shirley. And that's that's what we're doing today. We're going down the rabbit hole. Here they go, down the rabbit hole. Down the rabbit hole. Down the rabbit hole. That's right. Today, the little nugget and corner of pop culture we're going to go down deep into is uh, 1983, uh, 83, 84, and the end of Laverne and Shirley. A little, a little setting the table for our uh, younger folks. You may have, you may hear of Laverne and Shirley in passing. You obviously know the famous theme song, Shalmiel Shalamazel. But what people don't understand, because you can easily dismiss the show, is the show was a ratings juggernaut. Yes. Juggernaut. By its third year, Laverne and Shirley was the most, <laughs> the most watched show on television. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't to be taken lightly. It was a money-making machine for the Alphabet Network. Thus brings us to the finale, thus brings us to the final year and why it was so tumultuous and why ABC just didn't want to let it go. So what happened was, obviously, the show is called Laverne and Shirley, and it starred Penny Marshall and, and Cindy Williams. But Cindy Williams in its last year, had gotten pregnant and uh, before the shooting of the final year and wanted to leave. And it led to contract disputes, fighting between Penny Marshall and Cindy Williams, and it ended up that the final season of Laverne and Shirley, other than a couple episodes, didn't have Shirley. (laughs) So, uh, oddly... Uh, it was just Laverne. And here is Cindy Williams uh, talking about how that happened, why that happened, et cetera, et cetera. And then we'll get into how she kind of paved the way. She was a trailblazer. Yes, and you'll understand this, Nancy. I was pregnant, and I came back for the eighth season thinking, well, it'll hide me behind, you know, behind uh, sofas and all whole pillows or sacks of groceries <laughs> and then they gave me my contract to sign and it read that I was due to work on my due date that they had me working on my due date so it went back and forth between the studio and me and trying to sort that all out and in the end I just I mean it gets so complex I could have written a whole book on that but um, in the end I, I, I left because she left and Penny Marshall was not happy um, she was not happy at all and went to ABC and actually went to Cindy and was like, what can we do? And so here's uh, Penny Marshall uh, kind of talking from her and you, the late Penny Marshall's voice. It's so delightful. I mean, she's so, oh, she was a jewel. I mean, just listening to her talk in her normal voice is great. Listen to this. I was aware she was pregnant because I could see. And she told me. I didn't wasn't aware that he would be such a pest. Now, here's where the story gets interesting. Thank you for asking. It is Penny. Uh, it was Cindy Williams' husband. Oh, who was kind of acting as her agent, and the story goes that he was kind of out of his league in these negotiations and was 
kind of sabotaging her. He didn't know it, but he was really pissing people off, including Penny Marshall. And don't forget, and you'll hear from him, Gary Marshall, Penny's brother, was one of the creator's executive producers uh, on the show. So Cindy's husband was just not not making any friends. Yeah, and it wanted hours in writing and Winnebago's. When we we never had time to go to a Winnebago. You know, that takes more energy, climbing up the steps, opening the door. I said, I don't kiss him. Lay in bed the whole time. And I'll be the biggest pain in the ass pregnant person you've ever seen. I'll run around. Just take half the dialogue. But he wanted her thing, and money in a paper bag in October. I mean, she was, and he wanted a credit. Yeah, it was all this insanity. It wasn't Cindy, but she thought, oh, he loves me. He's taking care of me. Yeah. So that was it. And then I didn't speak to her, not because I was mad at her, because he wouldn't put me through to her. Oh. Yep. Oh, no. Yep. So, you know, at the beginning of that, that clip, Penny is listing off all of the things that he was demanding. Cindy thought he was being an ally, but as you heard from Penny, who had, let's be clear, Penny, like Carol O'Connor and all in the family, and like my beloved Larry Hagman on Dallas, in this era, you need to realize Penny for a woman, and I'm not saying that to be sexist, but this is a different era. Mm-hmm. Penny Marshall, as a woman in television, was unbelievably powerful very powerful do you think that's because of her dad gary uh, her brother or you mean brother. gary yeah yeah, gary. yeah 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 well a little bit but they but she but uh great question don but uh, not just because of gary but she was they knew paramount the studio uh, which did laverne and shirley and the network they knew penny was talented so much so that Paramount, um, this at the same time Laverne and Shirley was going, Paramount was was teeing up her directing career. She was so, she was getting ready to direct a movie, so they knew they had the golden goose creatively well, and in Penny gold. Marshall. So oh, like, what Lex. the first seven seasons? So. Yeah, I mean, you know, the ratings declined after season four or five, but still, it was still a juggernaut. It was mm-hmm. still making millions of dollars for ABC. So yeah, so that just, alone, yeah. So great question, but it, 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 it just like the the men that I listed, she was on the upper echelon of powerful stars back in the day. That if whatever she she wanted, so that's why she said what she said. She went to Cindy and she goes, "What do you want? Like I'll do yeah, whatever you bed. need. Yeah, you, you wait till the last minute and come on the set, read your lines, whatever you want. I will make happen. But then, at now ex husband, a husband went in. And was negotiating out of his league and making things worse. Mm. And not only destroyed the professional relationship that Cindy had, but also uh, ruined, obviously, as you heard, the friendship. But, you know, uh, historically, and Gary Marshall talks about this, the thing people don't really realize is Gary was uh, in charge of both Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley. Happy Days, or uh, Laverne, if you guys don't know, Laverne and Shirley is a spinoff of Happy Days. Happy Days was a harmonious set, uh, legendarily. Like, everybody just got along. The The opposite was true for Laverne and Shirley. It was always in turmoil. The cast was never kind of satisfied and happy. And now, sadly, you know, there's a... G- Gary Marshall did an interview several years ago where he talks about... He said, you know, 
it was one of those things where you didn't know the the cliche. You don't know what you have until it's gone. He said, in retrospect, every one of the cast members had eventually come to him and said, those were the best years of my life. And I had mm. no idea. Mm. They were all looking for other things. You know, they sure. didn't. It was one of those things where, yeah, this is great. But they're always looking to the next thing, not realizing how great what they had right in front, how great what they had right in front of them was. Yes. Yeah. So back. So back to that final year. So Cindy left. And then Laver- uh, so uh, uh, Penny Marshall was kind of stuck. You know, she was like, I, I don't really want to do this. I, I don't. I have no desire, really, uh, to come back. And here she is talking about that. Because I don't want to go back. Why do I want to go back? We did enough. We had enough of syndication. And Michael Ovis was my agent. He said, you got to come back or they'll see you. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I, so I came back. I went to Gary Nortino. I said, look, it says Laverne and Shirley. I have favorite nations with a person who ain't here. I'm here. Give me double or nothing. And if she comes back, we'll go back to the way it was. So I made my own deal. But they had made another deal, which I'm still not happy about. That <laughs> so she got double. She got double the salary um, because Cindy wasn't there. And they did, you know, uh, Penny grudgingly completed her contract. So they did a crappy last season. Which included, and this is where I will end, the weirdest version of the Laverne and Shirley theme song that you totally forgot about. In the day, as most of you know, we've played it for years on TVTRL, the Laverne and Shirley theme song has, uh, famously starts with Laverne and Shirley skipping and doing the schlemiel schlemazel. Um, and, uh, but in the last season, well, that, that changed to... Uh-oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that changed to my favorite thing to ever happen to TV shows. Oh, they God. had, they had children do it. Um, here oh, is God. the beginning of the final season's theme song. They had okay. children. Not too bad. Not as bad yeah. as I thought it would be. It's still children. <laughs> and this is where, um, this is where at the point where they are in California, right? Which still, yeah. The yeah. show, because that was horrible that, too. I thought that's when it jumped the shark. Yep. Uh, it just kind of like, so does eh, Penny. you know, uh, Milwaukee was the best place for them to be. And then yep. they changed it to California. And yep. everybody was like, what? I don't know. It just didn't seem the same. Everyone on the show agrees with you, Dawn. Uh, Penny in another clip says that. She goes, look, the show was already done when we when they moved us to California. Penny did not want that. Yeah. Uh, wow. She goes, you know, we're supposed to be poor. How can you look poor in shiny Hollywood? You yeah. can't. Yeah. yeah. So nope. there we go. You know, do you think that it would be different now if they made the show, a show like this now? Would they have yes. written in her pregnancy? They would have. Would they... And- all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's more realistic. Yeah, and thank you for asking. That's a, actually a better way to end this. Uh, Penny Mar- or Cindy Williams blazed a trail because she said right after she was let go or right after she decided to come back, mm-hmm. guess what appeared on the Paramount lot? A daycare center. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Imagine I see all that. of this stuff with her husband trying to fight for her. He shouldn't have had to do that. No. This is ridiculous. I mean, yep. it is cruel and almost um, they were trying to make a point, I think, by scheduling her on her due yep. date. I think oh, that yes. they were angry that she got pregnant. Yep. And it screwed up their show. Yep. And that is just wrong. And right after, but can you imagine how the different? It could have. I know we have issues with kids joining, but oh yeah, it would have if they wrote something into yes! it where it would just be a natural like women have children. Yes, and how does Laverne deal with that? I mean, there's so many great comic lines opportunities. And comic, yes, yeah. I think the issue was that she was an unmarried person. That was the yep. bigger issue, right? Yeah, yeah. But they could have married her off quickly, as they did, oh, and yeah. just had her be, yeah, yeah, Laverne with a baby, a babysitting. Oh, my they, God. The oh, comedic- that would have been hilarious. Yep. <laughs> Macho men running ABC, I'm telling you. Uh, 818, when we come back, everybody, Elizabeth Reese in the Dirt Alert. Hey, ladies, want to go for a test drive? Um, I knew it, Don. Jason's buying us a car. So, do you mind if I ask for one with a moonroof and heated cup holders? Guys, I'm not going to buy you a car. We're going to test drive a new smile. Rude. No, goofball. Your smile is great. But look, if you don't like your smile for whatever reason, Dr. Amy at Hughes Dental can take you for a smile test drive. How does that work? Well, after someone does one of Dr. Amy's legendary virtual smile consults and they start to consider veneers, Dr. Amy can do a 30-minute appointment where she puts on a composite material that will show the patient what their actual new smile could look like. That's some Star Wars stuff right there. Well, that's why I call Dr. Amy the Yoda of dentistry. Contact Dr. Amy and ask her about virtual smile consults and the smile test drive at Hughes-Dental.com. Oh, and don't forget, Dr. Amy can be your regular dentist, too. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. And follow them on Instagram for the latest promotions. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Entertainment. It's all we do and we do it well. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's time to get caught up with the headlines of the day in the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Well, good morning, my friends. We've got a lot of Alex Rodriguez news today, and a lot of it is going to hit close to home for Timberwolves fans, okay? But first, let's talk about his personal life, shall we? Jennifer Lopez and A-Rod officially call off their engagement. We are better as friends. Oh. 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 
Is now, now Elizabeth is going to fall apart again. Yes, Jace. Now, Elizabeth, um, it's not that I don't trust you or your sources, but <laughs> we've been down this road before. Oh, how, how do we know that this is official official? Well, they issued a joint statement and <laughs> okay. that also I'm not giving you much because that's we got a statement before saying they'd broken up and then it was wait, we're getting back together. Oh. Jennifer mm-hmm. Lopez loves love so much that every single love she's in is like her first love and what do I always say about your first love unless you really commit and marry that person and you're with them for the long haul your first love you stay in it at least a year too long you mm. always stay in it too long you fall in love and it's you it, when it's the first time you're thinking like this is it this is like how will I ever get over this how will I get to and another place with, with that person I put up with a lot I invested a lot of time in this better and so you end up getting back together. And mm. I mean, think about the first person you were with. Did you get back together with them a couple of times? Yes. yes. And then as you go on, you learn that it, like, if it's not working, it's not working. And then you cut bait and you move on. But Jennifer Lopez believes that every love is her first love. And so she continually oh, goes back. Do you see how I'm circling back? Yes. I see now what you're I saying see. now. Yes. I, I'm coloring in the same coloring book that you are now. Yes. I think when you add the public. I yeah. and you add, you know, the powerhouse that they are as a couple. For sure. The allure of that, I think also And their kids became the really close. Power. It kind of was exactly. like this family, so it made it difficult. But here's what the statement said. We've realized we're better as friends and look forward to remaining so. We'll continue to work together and support each other on our shared businesses and projects. We wish oh. the best for each other and one another's children. Mm. Out of respect for them, the only other comment we have to say is thank you to everyone who has sent kind words and support. Okay, so in the meantime, we were all hoping that J-Lo was going to be spending some time in Minnesota because yeah. A-Rod is buying the Timberwolves. Right. Mm-hmm. The Timberwolves. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You doing okay? Is Angel doing okay? What's the stress no. level? Not, not no, so great. No, no, not yeah. so great. No. Yeah. They're going to move them. I'm wolves. sorry. They're going to move them. Eventually. Yep. I'm always thinking too. Well, listen, yep. um, A-Rod's bosses at ESPN, not very happy because apparently uh, the sports site, The Athletic, got the scoop that A-Rod bought the Timberwolves in partnership with this e-commerce mogul guy, Mark Laurie. Um, and then meanwhile, ESPN's big time writer didn't get the story until about 20 minutes later. It's a $1.5 billion deal. And the bosses at ESPN were enraged because they pay A-Rod every week to be a commentator on Sunday Night Baseball. So Page Six is reporting that when A-Rod got to work, he got an earful about it. And so his team went into crisis management mode to try to appease the network. And um, there are text messages that apparently his team was sending out that were saying, hey, we need to save something for ESPN, especially instead of just giving it to the athletic. Well, that would be like, uh, you know, uh, relatable to the listeners. That would be like you, Elizabeth, Mm -hmm. um, coming on my show to announce that you're having quadruplets. Yes. That wouldn't go over great. Uh, It wouldn't go over. Or me coming on Jason's show and saying I've been cast on Big Brother. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, there there is a there's also like 
number one, I mean, there's a com- competition factor, but then there's also respect respect for the network that you work yes. for. Um, but Elizabeth, if I, if I may ask, if you do have quadruplets, yes, um, uh, right after your show, will you please at least call into my 100%. show? Oh, thank you. I just, I'll do I mean, one I'll, better. I'll, I'll cross promote. You know, you'll I'll, Skype. I'll Skype. I will thank be you. physically at home for for the entire time because if I yeah. have four children, yeah, I won't even move. Will you do the sonogram live on Jason's show? <laughs> will you give me some exclusive, Elizabeth? I don't care yes. what it is. Sonogram, your you first some, visit, I'll something. I'll give you my gestational diabetes the- results. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Because oh, I, as I you know, I have, third baby coming out. I have no problem talking about you on my show, and uh, I do it quite often. I know. Now, Listen, it's vice versa. You yeah. get a shout outs quite yeah. regularly. Now, usually it's to make fun of Steve, but uh, but it's also to shower love on you. I mean, yeah. to be clear. Yeah. Yes. We'll take whatever we can get. Uh, whatever we can get. In other sports news before I go, Danica Patrick broken open after her breakup from Aaron Rodgers. Rogers. Yeah. Um, she was reflecting on the split, said it taught her a lot about herself. Mm. But he's moved on. He's engaged to shooting. Big time. Yes. And yeah, and they're at Disney. Stop it, Alexis. So I don't want to hear that. Yes. What? Steve's what? at Disney, too. Disney World. He, she, D- Steve's at Disney right? World? Disney, Elizabeth? Listen, I don't know if that's public knowledge. I'm just going to zip my lips, but I think he's somewhere. He's either in Chaska or he's at Disney. Okay. He's somewhere in the middle. Steve oh, show, he's I think. Yes, so. yes. <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. Hey, you can win a micro one-room makeover, Weeping Willow Acres, Trip, Caribou, Bachman, and Aveda gift cards by signing up for Listener Rewards. Do it now. We'll be back. And now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, Dad. From Alexis. Why did the coffee file a police report? It got mugged. <laughs> This has been a dad joke. It's very funny, Dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. Mm. That's quality, oh. quality dad joke right there. Mugs. <laughs> yeah, we get it. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on My Talk 1071, and we're streaming on that app thing, too. Yeah, and- we are. Come on, everybody. It's mm-hmm. time to subscribe. Smash that like button. You know That's- what to do. I love it. Now, Don, can I tell you? Um, one of my favorite things about Alexis is when she uses hip terms. Yeah, and, uh, yeah she's talking cool about our YouTube page, not our app. That's right. I think. Yeah, that too. Do both. <laughs> yeah, find us on the stream and then uh-huh. get us on the app. Uh-huh. There's Slam great us. prizes you can win every That's month. That's true, yeah. And then like us on YouTube. There's a few things, but, you know, yeah, you so can find subscribe us. Subscribe to YouTube, too. Yeah. Yeah. Slam us on, what is it? Slam? What's the word? B- bang, Smash bang. It. Smash it. Not bang. bang it. Don't bang, <laughs> don't, don't bang us, please. She bang that subscribe right. button. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That sounded disgusting. Yeah. Ew, David. I'm sorry Ew. about that. Ew. I'm watching more Shites Creek. Are I'm in you? the middle of season two, and I just, I love it. Do- I'm in, Jace. Yes! You're so right. Yes! It was a slow burn in the beginning just to kind of understand and love the characters, but I love them now. Oh. And I'm so happy. I have like four seasons to go still. Oh, I'm... Three as you, and a half. As you have said to me many times over the many years of our friendship, I will quote you, I'm so jealous of the journey you're getting ready to go on. Uh, Lex said that to me famously when she watched Showtime's legendary Dexter before I did. Um, and then I started watching it, and you looked at me in the cafeteria uh, right after making fun of uh, B. Arthur's latest wig, and you said to me... <laughs> 
you've said to me, I'm so jealous, Jace, of the journey you're getting ready to go on with Dexter. And now I feel that way about you with uh, Shites Creek. You're going to yeah. love it more, more. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You can see it, uh, Shites Creek on Netflix. Ew, David. Okay. Ew. We're going We're going back to Dawn McClain because Dawn unearthed. She got a shovel in her backyard yeah. and she shoveled and found a, a, a box. And in that box was a fantastic list. Yeah. And what was the list title, Don? What the was list this? is titled, titled uh, Actors Who Regret Their Movie Roles. Oh, perfect. Okay. It was 15 actors who regretted their movie roles. I'm go- I did half the list uh, yeah. before, so you can listen to that in the 7 o'clock hour, or second hour of the podcast today, if you want to go back and listen. Uh, here's one. Viola Davis wished the voices of her character, Abilene Clark, and the other maids had been more centralized in the help. Yep. She did this story in the New York Times. She said, I felt like at the end of the day that it wasn't the voices of the maids that were heard. I know Abilene. I know Minnie. They're my grandma. They're my mom. And I know that if you do a movie where the whole premise is, I want to know what it feels like to work for white people and to bring up children in 1963. I want to hear how you really feel about it. I never heard that in the course of the movie. Yeah. Don't call it the help. Yeah. Yes. If it, if they're not focus on them exactly, yeah. and their point their their point of view, yeah, she's yeah. absolutely right. I look at that movie differently because, admittedly, Same. I love it. Uh, I'm not going to lie, I I do love it, but I look at it differently through a different lens, which I think is a good thing. Actually, yes, it is. Yeah. I look at it differently now when I uh, do see a clip of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, thank you, Viola. Love you, Evangeline Lilly would throw lost scripts across the room in frustration at the amount of autonomy Kate Austin lost as the series went on. So she talked about this on a podcast. She said, I felt that my character went from being autonomous, really having her own story and her own journey and her own agendas, to just chasing two men around the island. And that irritated the S out of me. <laughs> oh gosh, I never watched Lost. I yeah. didn't either. So I, 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 I watched I the first season, uh, but you know it's on my list. I, I, I know the ending, and that makes me not want to watch it because I hate spoilers. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. So anyway, and, and plus it's not my cup of tea. I'm Lexi, you, you, you and I, I mean, because that was the Desperate Housewives era. We had plenty That's of opportunities we <laughs> to watch it. Yeah, and we just never. Yeah, it is my cup of tea because it's a yeah, weird it yours, sci-fi yeah. type of like, what's the mystery here? It's supernatural, but I know so. Yeah. Yep. All right. Blake Lively said that playing Serena Vanderwoosen on <laughs> Gossip Girl <laughs> felt personally compromising. Oh. Now this was huh. a, pretty much the first time I saw her. Um, as far as her breakout role, she told Allure, people loved it, but it always felt a little personally compromising. You want to be putting a better message out there. Huh. So I don't think she was very nice on the show. And, eh, you know, you can yeah, separate I don't, that. Yeah, missed That's, us too. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah, I don't know enough about it to find to, to, yeah. to figure out if, it, if she's right. But she feels it, so it's mm-hmm. right to her. Okay, so. this one I love and what she says about it. Halle Berry thought the story in Catwoman didn't feel quite right oh, because yes. of her character's <laughs> goal. Yeah. All right. You think? She told Variety, I remember having that argument. Why can't Catwoman save the world like Batman and Superman do? Why yes. is she just saving women from a face cream that cracks their face off? But I was just the actor for hire. I wasn't the director. I had very little say over that. 
one of the worst movies ever crafted by yeah. the hand of man. Truly, because her goal Truly. was to stop an evil cosmetics mogul instead of saving the world. <laughs> How? Hated it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh. Awful. Awful. Um, did you guys ever watch, maybe Alexis, you did, or know more about it because you're younger, iCarly? I, I watched didn't. a little bit just because of my siblings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's a girl who was sort of the comic relief. I think her name was Jeanette McCurdy. Um, she said she felt ashamed of having played Sam Puckett on iCarly. Mm. Um, oh. On her podcast, Empty Inside. Boy, that's oh. a... Wow. That's a... Oof. I'm going to get right on that. Yeah. That's a lot to take in right there. I can't handle that right now. No, 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 yep. no, no. She no, revealed yeah. that she felt ashamed of many of her previous roles, saying, I feel so unfulfilled by the roles that I played, and I felt like it was m- the most cheesy and embarrassing. I did the shows that were on from, like, 13 to 21, and by 15 years old, I was already embarrassed by the roles I was playing. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it's... I, I hope you that sounded her... like a peacock there for a second. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. 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 I, you know what, when some, and look, everyone do your own trip, you know, your own life journey. I hope though that she changes her perspective and not so much that you're embarrassed by it because look, I mean, unless it's detrimental to society, that's one thing, but I hope these young people, when they look back at the roles that they don't, um, like Marsh or Jan Brady, Eve Plum was bitter for years about Don't be her. Don't be, but I hope that she changes her phrasing. You can still regret it, but I hope that she stops being embarrassed and just kind of embrace it. You know what I mean? Because it is what it is. Yes, it is what so it is. Some people want that. Yeah, exactly. Unless, unless you're involved in a project that's that does damage to society or yeah. is embarrassing because of its content or mm-hmm. whatever. But if it's just because you're like, oh, it's silly now, uh, change your frame of mind. Kind, you know. Yeah, because I, I don't really I know currently. who you are. Yeah. That too. Yeah, there's that. Too. I tried to look up her roles and I was like, I mean, she's doing a lot of writing now, it looks like, so that's good. That's great. Good for um, her. Oh, Megan Fox was fired from uh, her role in Transformers because uh, she did this interview. Oh my gosh, she called Michael Bay a nightmare to work for. I kind of loved this because yes! she was the one that really broke the story on what a butthole he is. Yes! Um, he, um, he, she said he's like Napoleon and he wants to create this insane, infamous madman reputation. Mm-hmm. Be hot. I've had that note on set before from him. Gross. Uh, and I'll say, who am I talking to? Where am I supposed to be looking at? And he just responds, just be sexy. And it I get mad matter. when men talk to me like that. That's gross. gross. Well, like, you don't matter. What you're saying doesn't matter. Just be sexy. And he is famous for saying that you don't need a script. That's why screenwriters don't like him. He literally thinks Ugh. you don't need a script. I can't. Oh, I can't. you just wing it? Yeah, my, my screenwriting teacher was like, whatever. <laughs> uh, I, you obviously do need a script because your movies suck. Yeah, I hate him. Uh, John Boyega <laughs> said that Disney didn't know what to do with his character, Finn, and others yeah. played by people of color in Star Wars. This was a famous GQ interview. Um he 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 wanted to say that he enjoyed being a part of it. It was a great experience, but he said, "No, no, no. I'll take that deal when it's a great experience." He just felt like they used him in the promos to show that this black character had a big role to market the movie, but then he was pushed to the side. 
Yeah, two two things could have been different. Um, they could have made Finn's story more substantial, or in the initial negotiation that JJ and and Kathleen Kennedy and the Disney folks did, they could have made it clear that he was going to be a supporting character. He wasn't going to be the main narrative of Ray and Kylo Ren. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Not to get nerdy, but but they didn't. They did. I mean, I remember the promotional campaign for Force Awakens. Absolutely. John, John Boyega was the first person you saw in the very yes. first trailer I of Force Awakens. I thought he was going to be our Luke Skywalker. Yes. yes. And I was really excited about that. This, it, I'm sorry, John. I didn't no, mean to I just wanted more of him. I, I agree with him. So It, it makes me sad yeah. out of all of these because I'm a huge fan of his. And um, uh, it, this hurts me as a Star Wars fan every time. Uh, that I hear this, not because of him. I his anger and his his disappointment. There's our favorite word, is real. Yes. I, I as a fan though, it makes me sad. Yes, and more Kelly Marie Tran. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I'm being honest though. Um, I, I didn't love her character. Uh, they didn't write. I don't know. I but yeah. I well, like her as an actress. The, yeah, more lovable writer, way. Thank you. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> more of her and yes. in a lovable way. Give Absolutely. her more to do. More yes. to do. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. yes. Alright, coming- so that's a list. Coming up on 844, what jumped the shark today? I'll tell you when we come back. To the club in the taxi cab. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. Glasses to go. Glasses to go. Get a Mayor McCheese glass this week at participating McDonald's in Chicagoland. Order a medium soft drink in a McDonald line glass, 49 cents plus tax, and keep the glass. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. And keep the glass. There we go. Sign up for the MyTalk app and get a Mayor McCheese glass with no purchase necessary. Sign up for the MyTalk app now. Thank you. Yes. And while you're at it, sign up for the Susan G. Komen Virtual Race for the Cure on Sunday, Sunday May 9th, right on with Lori and Julia. And you're going to get a team. Thank you, Alexis. Uh, you do that at mytalk1071.com. And Don, what's the keyword? The keyword is race. Thank you. And again, that's Team Loje. And you get a fanny pack. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. A Loje fanny pack. That's right. And inside to- is a McDonald Land glass. That's right. <laughs> and a mini stress ball shaped like Julia. There we go. Um, it is time uh, to find out what person, place, or thing has jumped the shark today. Fire up the boat. I'm jumping the shark. Shark, shark, shark. It's not as good as it used to be. Things have gotten worse, not better. What happened to you? Jump the shark. It was dump a mundo. <laughs> Oversensitive Green Bay Packer fans have Uh-oh. jumped the shark today. <laughs> oh, what no. happened, Jace? Thank you for asking, Lex. This is, uh, you know, I love these. This is actually a Marushka doll. This is a Russian nesting doll of a segment. It's a segment inside of a segment. It's like a Cadbury cream egg. Um, so this is Jump the Shark, but inside of it is going to be a new segment. I'm going to order up a, 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 an open from Rocco because we've been saying this since our show debuted. And here's the phrase no matter what you say, 
you offend seven people. But now in 2021, we've upped it to 26 people. Oh, um, at least. At least. Uh, because people, everybody's undies are in a bunch. Uh, I should just call it that. Undies in a bunch. Uh, because yesterday, uh, well, we did it on our show, but then yesterday on the talk show, Kendall and I were having some fun at the expense of Aaron Rodgers and Shalane Woodley in various ways. First of all, I was ribbing them, as I did on this broadcast, because uh, they're stepping on my turf. Uh, they were basically becoming Disney World vloggers. We don't <laughs> all right. get off my lawn, get off my Magic Kingdom lawn. True. Is that what they're doing right now? Well, they, yeah, they, there? well they, no, but they were doing this video for Disney, Lex. It looked like they were vlogging, and I'm like, no, 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 no. We don't need this. No one cares what your experience is because you're ultra rich, and nobody can have that experience. Thank you. Uh, and then number two, Lex and Don, I was, Kendall, even more than me, I'll throw Kendall under the bus. Uh, Kendall was, and I was too. There's something about these two. This the the video. It was it was just odd. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not sorry. And I was calling out the oddness, girl. Oh, I need to watch this video, girl. I got this. I now I got this uh, post on the Jason Show Facebook page. I upset this husband and wife. Not just the wife, but this husband and wife. Um, very sweet couple, but they were like. They used Dawn's favorite word. First of all, they called our review hostile. It was a hostile mm. review of the situation. She's like, the last time I checked, Disney World was for everybody. And I'm like, okay, you missed the okay, you missed the whole joke of okay, anyway. And then um she said that she was, this was my favorite part, very with a lot of ours disappointed in my uh takedown of Aaron Rodgers and and uh and Shalane Woodley, to which I, I gently reminded her that the entire segment, the hot dish or whether it's our show, it's all it's sarcasm. It's all sarcasm. Of it's all it's lighthearted. And I and I said, I, I said, ma'am, uh, they're celebrities. I think they can take light ribbing from a middling talk show host. I, I, I you know, and I, 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 I think we're fine. I think they're going to be fine. But oh, my goodness, I. It was so funny to me. Yeah. I and some people had the they came up with the theory that they were Green Bay Packer fans. Uh, mm. Oh yeah, and they, they're very sensitive got, about oh. he about Aaron Rodgers, and I thought that was a great theory. So I'm going with that, and also people with their with undies in a bunch. I'm like, can we just lighten the blank up for two seconds? Yeah. Sincerely. Can we and worry, especially in the world, in the place that it is, I don't I'll there are far more important things to worry about. Hallelujah. There are far more things that we don't talk about that we don't talk about. Yes. For those stories. Yes. On purpose. It's our mission to be your respite. All of you listening. It's not that we don't care, but we are, believe me, but we are your respite for three hours in the morning. Anyway. Yeah. So we uh, talk about celebrities going to Disney and uh, that's right. All the other, who knows what we what we just do for three hours. Cat food cookbook. Cat food cookbook. Yeah. Yeah. That's dog beer. Dog beer. We talk about that. Yeah. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Have a great day, everyone. And tomorrow is Friday. <laughs> Woo-hoo!
doesn't know what you said. Oh. <laughs>